Now what I'm going to do Now I'm I'm playing this for a reason. Now they had good times. Keep your head above water. Basically be okay where you're at. Now I'm playing this for a reason. There's a mind there's a, there's a, there's madness to there's there is a mind to my madness. There's a reason why I'm playing this, okay? So I'm, I want to play some more audio of this so I could kind of differentiate a little bit. Now notice they said temporary layoffs, good time. Easy credit ripoffs. Bowing and scraping, scratching, surviving. Now notice this. Notice what they used to promote. Now I thought about that one time because I was watching TV the other day and they said a deluxe apartment in the sky is moving on up. And I thought to myself, why the hell would I want uh, to be in a concrete building? Why would I want to be in a concrete building way up in the sky? No trees, no grass. I can't grow my own food. But you see this bullshit that they was promoting the niggas? You can't grow your own food. You can't really do anything. Project Living. They were promoting it right then and there. Now listen to this. It was always some it was always some jive ass, you know. Oh well, we have a piece of the pie because, and, and then you got the junkyard. One thing I can say about Sam for the Sun, I think they own that junkyard. I'm not exactly sure, but I think they own that junkyard. So I'm gonna give them credit on it. Yeah, we shall overcome. But now, now listen to the difference. Seventh Heaven, it wasn't no project shit, it was a nice suburban household. You see what I'm saying? And this was the best shit for black folks. They can say what they want about college. Look at the orchestra, this shit was magnificent. This was some eclectic shit. Cosby demanded a damn orchestra, the Huxtables. That's how foundational blacks was living in Tulsa. African-American men and how this Listen. movie speaks to them. Pain is passed down from father to son and son to son. A lot of pain in Troy's life is a result of the pain and the damage from his father that he then visits on his son. We have to, as black men, be mindful of that. Sometimes it's unfair and sometimes we take it out on those we love. And, and I'm, 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 I'm guilty of that frustration that we all have. But we have a responsibility and a duty to be fathers. Mm -hmm. Not to just make babies, but to be real fathers. Yes, sir. And you can't expect any good to come to you if you don't visit any good on your son or your daughter. Mm -hmm. So 
be a man. We have an unemployment problem in America. We have a joblessness program because everybody gets into a public office. What he wants to do is give Got black folks a job. Speaking. Job Dr. ain't worth a damn. A job is not designed to, to change the wealth. You can't change wealth with, with having a job unless you're good as hell as stealing. You have to steal to be able to change, if you're going to change wealth with a job. So what you have to do is that you got to spend some money into building businesses for black folk. Black folk don't need jobs. They, want, they need businesses. need businesses. To build their own products and services and goods and opportunities for their own people. Don't have a and it was a black man. And once, they, once that court decision was made, whites picked it up and said, aha, now the system picks up. We jumped out to about 17, until 1704. 1704, there's a that he's to be set free. And again, this young boy, he placed more importance on protecting other people than getting his free people out of a dilemma. But like he was rewarded brother. and recognized for it. And he personally benefited at the expense of his own people. That was in 1704. 1705, the colonies said, what we need to do now is pass slave codes so we can regulate slaves' behavior, period. Slave codes were passed to tell you exactly how every black person must act in America, what he could not do, and what every white person must do to make sure black folks stayed in line. Then they passed another law at the same time with it, which is still in effect today. It was called a Diversity Act of 1705. You all call it multicultural and cultural diversity. You all understand what I'm saying to you? I want you all to understand history. If you ever want to... Now, Minnesota, let's talk about liberal Minnesota here. Minnesota is the epitome of undermining foundational blacks and descendants of slaves with sanctuary cities, diversity and inclusion, all this garbage. When you divert something, that means you break, a, you break away from which is already solid. If I give you a glass of beer and then I start watering it down and then I give you your glass of beer back and say, take a sip, is the beer stronger than when I originally gave it to you or is it lighter? What are you paying for? When I give you a glass of beer and then I say, all right, this is a $6 blue moon. Raccoon six, what's happening? I'm, this is a $6 blue moon. Oh, it's a great beer. This is a great beer. We could even put a, we could put orange on it while you're watching Morbius. That was a great film. I watched that. They try to give it bad reviews. The critics is bullshitting. Morbius was an excellent film. It could have added a couple more things to it. It was an excellent film. I'm giving you a blue moon. Talk Bella, what's happening? Thanks for joining. I'm giving you a blue moon. And then what I do is I, I give you a, a glass of water. And then what I do, after I give you that glass of water, I say, well, it's the same beer. You're getting the same value. You're going to be like, hold on. Wait a minute. Didn't you put some water in this? That's diversity. Divert of what was originally made and pitch it somewhere else. So the diversity and inclusion 
is probably one of the most undermining factors in the state of Minnesota for foundational blacks, where you could bring illegals, you could bring immigrants, you could bring everybody and their mama over here and undermine foundational blacks. And then when a black person gets killed, they could say, hey, you know, let's all come together and everybody start drinking beers and they start marching down Lake Street, they tear up everything and then still niggas ain't got no money. All right. You gotta get out of your dilemma. Never spend your time trying to work with anything unless you know how it got into place. And then you take it out of place. The multiculturalism and cultural diversity started in 1705. They passed the law at the same time, said, how do we control black folk now? They said, now that we got all these blacks coming to the country, we got a good thing going. They said, because now all over Europe is being advertised. If you want to become wealthy and powerful, go to America. We guarantee if you go to America, we give you free land and free labor. You'd have to be an idiot not to get rich. You don't have to do anything. We'll give you all the land you want and all, all and, 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 you're, and England started a franchising system, so which means even if you couldn't afford to buy slaves, we, we had a franchising concept, which means England would give you the land and give you the slaves, all you do is pay them a commission. Just like McDonald's and Burger King, that's where the whole franchising concept came from. Planned Parenthood, but the group is under fire these days for agreeing to take money from people who want to abort African-American babies. Oh, interesting. Shout out to Margaret Sanger. Diabolical Margaret Sanger. They don't want to talk about that. See, the demonic do-nothing Democrats, what they want to do, they say, well, let's blame it all on the Republicans. No, 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 no. I got some footage that y'all ain't heard. No, 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 no. All those diabolical bastards, they want to kill a bunch of black babies. They talk about, well, black lives matter, black lives matter, black lives matter. And you won't want to kill your babies. Good afternoon, this is Autumn. I'm in making a donation today. Fantastic. What about abortions for the underprivileged minority groups? Certainly. So the abortion could could be, you know, I could give money specifically for a black baby. That would that'd be the purpose. Yeah, absolutely. This guy is calling the abortion clinic to... He's pretty much investing in black baby killing. And these feminists and these hood rats are all over it. Oh, they love it. They love it because they could have all types of just non, non-rational sexual activity all across the board. And yeah, taxpayers got to pay for it. He's paying. He's saying, hey, I'll pay, yeah, I'll pay my hard-earned money. This white man calling up saying, I'm paying my hard-earned money so I can get rid of me some niggas. I will pay if I could get rid of some, if I could, if I could destroy a black life, yeah, I'll do it right from the room, right from the womb. That's some cold blooded shit. Um, if you wanted to designate that you wanted your gift to be used to help an African-American woman in need, then we would certainly uh, make sure that that gift was earmarked specifically for that purpose. And we just think, you know, the less, the less black kids out there, the better. <laughs> understandable, understandable. If you specifically wanted to underwrite an abortion for a minority person, you can target it that way. That was in Idaho. Talking to my brother about Idaho the other day. That was in Idaho. Speaking of which, a lot of mountain lions out there. Um, yeah. She said, understandable, understandable. Yeah, let me get that donate donation. I liken Margaret Sanger to the nun in Conjuring. You can specify that that's how you want it spent. Okay, yeah, because there's, there's definitely way too many black people in Ohio, so I'm just trying to do my part. Okay, whatever. Well, blacks especially need a board. He said, she said, whatever. He, he said, listen, I'm trying to do my part. 
he he he's under the race soldier code. See, everybody thinks, well, you know, he's a Jasper with a will. Hey, let's let's get them Negroes. They're walking around eating hamburgers and laying with white girls. No, they think that well, they gotta have a clan sheet and they gotta call you the N word and all that. No, no, not at all. Race soldiers operate by a code system. Let's call up and let's abort some black babies. We don't need them here. And the same people that you see walking down in the street talking about, well, it's my choice. I can murder my child and it's not murder. And it's then a third. If somebody puts a gun to her head, she's not going to say, well, don't abort me off the planet. I mean, you know, I need help. Call 911. No, let's keep that same energy. Let's keep the same energy. Well, it's not a life. Okay. All right. Well, guess what? Don't you dare say black lives matter. Mike Brown didn't get aborted. Mike Brown was gunned down by a race soldier. Trayvon didn't get aborted. He was gunned down by a race soldier. Tamir Rice wasn't aborted. He was gunned down by a race soldier. And that white man calls up to say, hey, listen, I want to pay hard-earned cash. 100 bucks, whatever he probably, he probably donated a thousand. Get rid of these Negroes. Please. So that's what I'm trying to do. Well, for whatever reason, we'll accept the money. Planned Parenthood, but the group is under fire these days for agreeing to take money from people. It's a little brunch. Now, okay, we did get a mimosa. Now this nigga went to a this nigga went to a restaurant, and they charged him a dollar for Ukraine. Ukraine getting all types of money. They're getting all types of funding, and now what they're doing is you go into a restaurant. They told a dollar for Ukraine. I'd be like, no, I didn't pay for this. They got their own damn problems. They got plenty of money. Ukraine really ain't standing up for the for the black migrants and the black folks that they won't let leave. So guess what? Hey, that thing y'all got with Putin, that's on you. Really don't care. It's not our business. Let's get these gas prices back now, Jim Crow Joe. Got some morning buns. We have some fried chicken biscuits. And some chicken and waffle and a Topo Chico, and a mother and child reunion. But I don't remember this. What's this? How she just charge us a dollar for Ukraine? Ukraine ain't never sent me no dollar without asking me. Haiti ever just you ever took a dollar in the name of Haiti? <laughs> just without asking people, just go ahead and add it. Why? Yeah, maybe maybe that's what we should start doing. Maybe we should add that to the restaurant bill. A dollar for Haiti, a dollar for Eritrea. Yeah, a dollar. Every every time you go and get you a butter biscuit, buttermilk biscuit, that's a dollar. And you start adding these random dollars and niggas a dollar. Wait a minute, a dollar ain't worth a dollar anymore. It's inflation. Let's raise it to two dollars. Every time you go get a burger, two dollars. We just putting it on your bill. With that logic, how does that work? Why owe you Ukraine a dollar? I ain't agree to this. <laughs> the relationship with boys boy, that's what you trying to do. Oh, they saying they got Jimmy on the wiretap. That's cool, but now he gotta get violated. Yeah, super violated. Now he said he gotta get violated. Now, dude, you're on this phone talking about what you're gonna do to somebody or what somebody should do. That's cold business. Super, super duper. So, ain't too much he can really do unless he go run around with a hundred all security. You gotta figure it out. Not live with shit like this, homie. Get hit. Something, something better happen. Uh, 
you better start doing something. Who, who was recording this conversation, man? I'm trying to figure that out. Who was recording this conversation and why were they recording it? Some, once he started tearing the security down, ain't no security going to going want that job. He's going to have to stay in the house pretty soon. <laughs> That's it. That's what happens. Once, once security get injured, them niggas like, nah, he's too much of a liability. My phone and said, whack, I need to go buy a gun. And I say, man, I'm, I work at the post office. I don't fuck around no more. Man, come on, whack, man. I know you still got the plug. All right, here go this number, call them, they got them. Mm. That's dry conspiracy. I got five that, years That is coming. conspiracy. That That is conspiracy. If you're on the phone with somebody, and guys is always doing it on the phone, man. If you're on the phone and you're discussing something where somebody's asking you to commit a crime, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what the intention is. And y'all start talking, Pharaoh Vega, what's happening? If y'all start talking beyond well, let's actually go meet up. We gonna we gonna do this. We gonna we gonna do all that. Thanks for joining in tonight. Then that is that. Yeah, that's conspiracy. See, that's how they use the Rico Suave Act. Rico Suave. I call it the Rico Suave. The Rico. That's how they got all them five K one niggas. Where, you know, y'all sitting there just talking on the phone. You know what I mean? If you talking on the phone, you say your name's Rico. That's really your name. Your name is Rico. I'm going to say, man, your name's Pharaoh, Pharaoh Vega. Your name's not Rico. No, man, he's on there talking. I'm like, who recorded this conversation? I mean, let me go ahead and continue the, the audio. We'll open up the phone line soon. We got a lot of different things to talk about tonight. But would you elaborate? You just got to respect that. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. But at the end of the day, bump them niggas. Oh, Suave. So your name's Suave. Is your name really Suave? Don't start trolling, man. You, you messing up the show. It's something like my brothers. You get what I'm saying? We just ain't the same blood. Like, so... It's and it, look, I found this... This is very interesting. And I've been following up on this dude. Shitty cuz. A serial hood hitter that assassinated neighborhood nip. On Adam 22, some guy named Brick Baby. Oh, a suave dude. Okay, I see. I, oh, I get it. All right, cool. So... The dusty, the dusty, demonic, and ungrateful dude that killed, um, that killed neighborhood Nip. That guy, that guy, he was he was talking about him. Brick Baby was talking about him. All right. And this Brick Baby guy, I guess he's from 60s, I think. I'm not sure. But he was talking about that that shitty cuz wasn't a snitch. But he was dusty, demonic, and ungrateful. He probably wanted the rap. He wanted Nip Spot. As Lil Boosie says, he was hypnotized with hatred. He said he's from 60s. Okay. He's from Rick's Rolling. All right. So... He's saying that he wasn't a rat and he was locked up with him, but he was cool with them. He was cool with both parties, which I thought was I thought was very unfortunate because, you know, whether he's a rat or not, it's like, okay, you know, you, you that that was dusty. That was real dusty to do. 
whatever issue he had. And, you know, I, I always thought there should have been bodyguards and stuff, but he felt at home. And it's always somebody you know. For me to accept another nigga after you didn't kill my boy. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Because you know that's my boy and it could have went different. You could have handled shit different, period. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just that. Because they tell on nobody, and that's the only thing I'm going to say. Everybody oh. trying to call him. A so he said, okay, so this guy's saying that he didn't tell on anybody. So maybe, 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 I don't know. Maybe the allegations was, I mean, the guy was a probably was a somebody. I'm hearing reports somebody helped me help me out in the chat. I'm hearing reports that he used to be part of, he used to be around neighborhood nipping all them dudes. He he wasn't no lame dude. He was just dusty, demonic, and ungrateful. Probably couldn't get on. Probably couldn't couldn't get on marathon. Probably couldn't get a record with. You know, he probably felt a certain way. You know, he got Killer Twan from Bounty Hunters. You know, he's like, oh, man, you know, you got this. You know, you got them over there. You know, you, you're not signing me. Could have been something like that. Because I, from my understanding, he was trying to rap. So I, I just I, I just happened to be, a, you know, going online. And I looked at this and I said, wait a minute. Who is this Brick Baby guy? He's saying that this dude ain't a rat. You said that was the issue. You said he ain't consistent. man yeah man and then but, but he, okay let's go back to another thing but then we'll move on we don't want to go into too much speculation because we ain't from la unless you from la but we ain't from la man so we don't know the politics but it's like you get christopher darden dude are you from inglewood inglewood families all right um man listen this okay this guy got Christopher Darden okay families okay all right okay so you probably familiar I watched some of OG firebug stuff you know hope you ain't trolling man you said he's from families all right well anyway um oh yo red rum yeah man yeah red rum is uh I remember I was watching him he was in he was in bounty hunter watts he was discussing some stuff but talking about people being off code and basically using the affiliation, um, you know, I, he was probably really talking about rappers and members and basically letting rappers just slide through and just letting shit just, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, man, um, I, I don't know, man. I the, 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 Okay, the fact that this guy had a high-powered lawyer, Christopher Darden, that, that nigga was on the OJ case, you know? He was on the OJ case, so who paid for that? That sounds like a setup to me. That was some false information that was going around. Real. So, but I ain't gonna elaborate on that. Nip my dog, that shit hurt a nigga, cause then when I found out who it was, it choked the nigga up. I lost two, two of my good people at one time. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, you killed the face of the hood. Nigga, he's the one that got the hood. He said he didn't want to elaborate on it. Okay, so people people on the street probably know. People on the street, you know, everything's not from the damn internet. You know, we ain't DJ academics, okay? So, you know, it, it probably was... Oh, okay, I, I, I'm, we in Minnesota, so, you know, we, we just some niggas just, just seeing shit from, from the other spectrum of things. But from an objective point of view, all... 
all suspicion aside, if you were to put this on paper, all right, and you said, all right, looking at some of the just some of the stuff that was coming out, I thought it was a little weird with the whole trademark thing with Black Sam. I said, all right, why would these niggas go and get a trademark knowing this brother? You know what I'm saying? They they know that that's nip shit. Like that shit was real, real suspicious. I thought that was a little weird. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody shouldn't have even been able to touch that. That's like, okay, that's his shit. Like, and then when they said it was, it was members and it was some sister online that was talking about that saying, well, yeah, it, it was like some California OGs that was, that shit was kind of weird too. Then I thought about Inglewood with the gentrification and, you know, when I listened to OG Firebug talking about how he had met Nip. You know, I mean, it, it's like a Tulsa situation. I said, man, it's got LAPD all over it, man. Like, this just, I don't know. Yeah, man, I, I, I don't know, bro. Like, it, 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 it's, it's like, okay, he had this business that they didn't want him to have. They had been, they had been hating on the '60s for forever. This brother then left the left the street shit and was legit all the way, one hundred percent. 110% he was, you know, he was, I mean, you know, and when Firebug said that, you know, I want to take black businesses all the way from here to the ocean. If y'all heard about Bruce's Beach, they have to give reparations to Bruce's Beach. It was some young black people in the early 1900s all around the United States of America. I talk about this like every podcast. There was black folks that owned a lot of black businesses Fresh off the plantation, they started doing stuff, cut their literacy in less in less than 50%, less than 30 years. And Firebug was talking about how Nip was like, well, man, you know, I want to take black businesses all the way to the ocean, but Inglewood's in the way. So they didn't really get into a deep conversation about it, but it sounded like, like okay, we, you know, these people going to gentrify us, man. There's stuff above this gang shit. Like they gonna gentrify us and look. They done got the what wasn't the Super Bowl in Inglewood? Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't the Super Bowl or it was it was something big out there? What was it? It was the Super Bowl in Inglewood, right? Okay, so there you go. Y'all done knocked him. Y- y'all knocked him. You know what I'm saying? They done knocked them all. Me. Look at the '92 riots. Look at that. They been. They hired race soldiers from Mississippi to come all the way to South Central back in the '60s. They been destroying black businesses and destroying black businesses everywhere they go. So you know, I, I just kind of was thinking like, okay, this this makes perfect sense here. This man had a legitimate business. He was putting black folks to work. He was probably dealing with all types of different sets. You know, trying to bring the violence down. Like, okay, they got cameras everywhere. This ain't gonna work. This killer nigga shit ain't gonna work. This shit is it's not going to work. The 94 grind crime bill still stands. See, people talking about, oh, well, you know, get Trump out of office and all this stupid shit. The 94 crime bill nigga still stands. You still got black folks locked up under the 94 crime bill in California. Three strikes. Somebody tell me if I'm lying. There's still black people under the 94 crime bill with the three strike gang enhancement law and all of them. Um, Melvin Farmer from uh, A-Trades was talking about that stuff, that three strikes. You still got black folks that still locked up under 94 crime bills. Shout out to Jim Crow Joe that within a five-year span did more damage than Donald ever could do. It's not that I voted for Donald. I'm just saying, let's speak to the facts. Let's take an objective point of view. 
did the 1994 crime bill harm more blacks than probably any other politician beyond the Reaganomics and beyond anything that Donald could have done? Well, the Central Park Five, and he's mean, and okay, so what? Four, five niggas and some people he didn't rent to versus a million niggas under the 94 crime bill with saxophone Monica Lewinsky bill. Going crazy, like, you know what I'm saying? But you don't know what type time somebody's in, what what, what they own in their head. Mm. Attorney Andrew Luger announced a... Just days after U.S. Attorney Andrew Luger announced a crackdown on carjackings, two men did, faced... Didn't I, tell, did, didn't I tell y'all it's going to be a damn crackdown? Uh, Ty Dollar Signs came out with Prison Break album because the whole plan is opening the floodgates. Not really sure about it. I don't know about that. I don't know anything about that. The Ty Dollar Sign... That's new news. Prison Bake album because the old plan is open the floodgates. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not from LA, man. I have no clue. But I predicted tonight they're gonna have a new crime bill up here in Minnesota for the carjacking. Most of these folks is most of the folks is doing it is white. Most of them is straight up. A lot of them, five dollar Indians and whites, and the niggas is getting all the blame. Because I don't even really hear, I mean, I ain't saying it ain't no carjacking no more, but remember when they just kept promoting carjacking, 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 and they don't even really talk about that shit that much no more. I don't hear it that much unless I'm just not paying attention to the news. I told y'all they was going to come up with a crime bill. Up here in Minnesota, they was going to come up with a crime bill. Federal charges. In February, Roseville police released these surveillance photos of suspects involved in carjackings. The attacks happened in the Roseville? Rosedale Mall. Out, out there at the Rosedale Mall. This was about three months ago. About three months ago, they um they put this out that these guys had did some goofy shit. They found some old folks and robbed them. They they, they found them. I told you they was gonna find parking them. lot. In one case, the men targeted a 67 year old woman waiting for her to park. Court documents say 48-year-old Leon Bell flashed a gun at the woman and demanded her keys. After the woman ran away, 22-year-old Jack Pitch got in the car with Bell. Bell is charged with carjacking, Pitch with aiding and abetting carjacking. Now, I just want to give you a little backstory. I've seen the mugshot. I've seen this cracked out. He didn't look like Marilyn Manson. He he just looked like a, he looked like a meth billy. And I've seen the nigga he was with. I said, it's a lame-ass nigga. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't never really met when I was coming up. I ain't really met too many niggas, man, that go go do heist and do stick ups with white dudes. Because nine times out of ten, the white guy he gonna get less time to you and tell on you. Niggas do that shit too. But what I'm saying is, if you've seen the picture, if y'all go up and look at the Rose Deal people, yeah, looks can be deceiving. Listen, bro, this nigga's haircut, it it gives it all away. Looks could be, yeah, you're right. Looks could be received, but this nigga's haircut, you you know this a lame-ass nigga that's hanging out with this white boy. You know. If you're from Minnesota, you could look at this nigga and be like, okay, yeah, this a, this was some goofy nigga. This was a lame-ass nigga that was hanging out with this white boy. I guarantee, I guarantee it 98%. You said Dirk. Dirk's had a very successful career. He stopped, he stopped dissing the ops. I think that was a good move.
Meth Billy. He stopped this. He didn't stop dissing the ops. He's still dissing the ops. That's not good. What do y'all think about that? He's not. I, I see. Then this was some real hip hop shit. This was some real hip hop shit. Jeff, what's up, Jeff? Um, this was some real hip hop shit that I seen. I seen a billboard. It was like trolling, but it was a billboard that I don't know if it was. If it was, I'm opening the lines up in a little bit. Let's get let's get through it. I'm opening the lines up, and then we going because I got to talk about some shit. I'm from Ghana. All right. There was a billboard that I think Dirk put up and then NBA young boy put up a billboard. They was going back and forth. You know, billboards cost some money. So they was kind of kind of clowning each other a little bit like, yeah, you know, here's my album, nigga. We in the USA. You get your OG? Where's your OG from? He's from California. Let's continue. Let's continue here. Inglewood. Okay, how far, how far, okay, Inglewood is the city, right? How far, how far is Inglewood from Slauson and Crenshaw? How far is it? And you should be able to tell me real quick, because if you start looking up Google, I'm going to know you're a troll. We're not going to tell you the city. I don't know who, who this nigga asking a bunch of damn questions. Just listen to the show. We're in USA, sir. I think he's trolling. Slauson and Crenshaw is an hour from Inglewood. Wait a minute, man. No, not you. I'm talking about this other dude that says, please your city. Traffic change. Oh, the traffic. I thought Slauson and Crenshaw was a couple blocks away from Inglewood. Please your name. This dude's trolling. He keeps he's asking he keeps asking the name of the city. All right, let's continue the audio. He's trolling. No, you need insider for permission. Adam Dexter joins us now uh, with a message that both police and the city's violence intervention office um, are sending, and really no way around this, Adam. The number I don't believe that, man. Hold on, we I'm gonna go to Google. No, hold on, man. That doesn't hold on. Inglewood, California. Hold on, let me see. Hold on, bro. I know you can't just walk, but damn, bro, look. Hold on. Ain't the airport over there? LAX? LAX is by, by Inglewood? Damn. I'll be damned. Okay. Yeah, but all right. Okay, okay, wait a minute. Popeyes, Louisiana Chicken, Avalon Gardens, Vermont. Where's what what's in Vermont Vista? On the left hand side. I'm gonna open up the phone lines, man. I'm opening up the phone. I'm, I'm gonna see if this nigga really telling the truth because I'm on Google. I don't know what's going on in LA. I'm curious. Nigga, take an hour to get from. I'm looking right here. Morningside Park to Vermont Vista. There's a Popeyes chicken on a goddamn 90 West. Hold on. That can't, damn, that, that's impossible. That can't take a whole hour. An hour to go, what? Like, 
two, three miles? Ain't Inglewood and 60s right by each other? Like, and a whole hour? I'm opening up the phone lines for a little bit. I open them up. Call up, man. I want you to tell me the truth, bro. This don't... I'm looking at this Google map. I'm like, how could it take an hour to go all the way from... Yeah, okay. Hold on. Let me let me see if he's telling the truth. Farrell Vega, what's happening? You really... No, no, no. Farrell Vega, what's happening? I don't know if y'all getting this right. Y'all understand where niggas... Shout out to my old... Shout out to uh, David G. The G family. Family blood. Y'all niggas know what's up. Shout out to Red Rum. Bro, your phone. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Your phone is... is is. It sounds like a short circuit. It, it sounds really, really... uh. Hello, see, are you on speaker? Can you hear me? It sounds much better, bro. All right, look, now this guy uh, saying twenty-seven said. minutes. Twenty-seven minutes, my ass, my nigga, go ahead and walk over there in twenty-seven minutes. Your ass will get done up within five or two minutes. You stupid! It's not happening like that. All right, that, okay. that's, that's that's a tourist. That sounds like a tourist to me. Okay. All right, so you saying you saying that it takes an hour to get from Inglewood to the marathon hour, you, gotta, you gotta have somebody who knows somebody or have somebody inside. You just don't walk up in the hood. Okay, that's not okay. happening. It's not happening. It's gonna take about an hour. I don't give a fuck where you from, where you going, and if you down the block, it don't matter. It take about an hour. You're not even if you next next to the hood. You can't just walk on Slauson like that. No, I ain't talking about walking. I'm talking about you driving. From LA, if you if I, if I hit LA, you that's the thing. See, that's the thing. We got we got spectators out here, man. That's the thing. We got people that's watching. You got foot soldiers watching. You think you think you think within a ten mile radius, niggas ain't watching. No, I said no. You know what? Let me be realistic. You think within a one mile radius, every car isn't isn't noted and jotted down? You think we don't? You think niggas don't have an index on cars? I know y'all a lot like more advanced. Up. We is out here. That bullshit. It's military minded out there. Okay, so y'all, y'all you're tripping. from the land. Y'all really tripping. Like y'all, y'all really think it's something like it's not like that. You can't just do that. You can't. I mean, people say it's watered down nowadays, right? I, I admit it's watered down. Of course, it's watered down. It's a lot of Who's shit going on. saying it's watered down? My nigga, my nigga, Rum already told y'all how it was, man. I can't believe y'all niggas giving these rappers a pass. You said you okay. Hold on. You said it's watered down. Who said is who said it's watered down? Yo, my nigga Rum already already solidified that shit. This shit shit is going like shit is going going like you know not the way it, it used to be. Of course, nigga. Of course, it's not the way you used to be. That, that's 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 obvious. It's evident. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that there's people out there looking for shit like that for people that think it's still watered down like that. Come on, wake up, wake up, man. Wake up, man! It's gonna take about an hour. Why? Because there's a twenty, there's a twenty minute and ten minute uh, um, go around when you when you say, "Hey, man, I'm about to come to the hood." Okay, well, give me about ten minutes. Bam, nigga, hit you back in the next ten minutes. Bam, yo, all right, we'll give it twenty minutes. We got to get certain niggas off the block. Bam, then you got another twenty minutes. Bam, all right, look, da, 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 da. the rest of the shit I'm not gonna say, but that's now, the on, way it on. is. Wait, hold, on. hold on, bro. Now, I'm hearing a little bit of a New York accent. Are you from? Yeah, because I was raised in Brooklyn. I was raised in Brooklyn. Okay, so you touched down. But I was out there. I was out there at a young age of sixteen. Okay. 
Okay, now you lived out there, or you can kind of politic a little bit. Yes, I was out back. there with my nigga. I was out there with my nigga, David G. My OG. Family. Okay. All on, right. On fam. What would you say? And I'm gonna get back to the audio in a little while, but would you say that my suspicions on how that whole ambush, I'm gonna call it, was moving was was what I was saying? Did it sound kind of close, or did it sound like it was speculation? The way how this guy here been hating on Nip from the start. You got a high powered lawyer out the blue. I said out the blue. This person got a high powered lawyer. How would this person get the OJ Simpson lawyer? My nigga. I ain't got any look, man. Whoever connected to that, I I stay away from it. I already know yeah. what's up. I'm gonna stay away yeah. from it. I'm gonna stay away from it. What I do know, what I do know, man, is like most of the shit that's happening right now is because there's a bigger plan at, at at bay. There's a bigger plan at bay, and that's evident. It don't matter if you got if gentrification. You, like, what I will say, what I will say is all the niggas, all the niggas that's that that been popped. From from blood to to lokes, what's going on is they want we you know what I'm saying it's crazy man. They want a riot so that there's a prison break. They need the floodgates open. They need the floodgates open. So if you a celebrity out there and you banging and you in Cali, watch your head. Move like that bitch nigga six nine move. Move like he move. I swear to God, you better move like he move. You better move real silent in a way where, you know, post your shit afterwards and be very, like, put a ski mask on, nigga, on everything because well, well there's, okay. a, there's bigger, there's bigger okay. niggas we out knew. there that, that want it. There's bigger niggas we that want that riot and they're looking for people, people that have that much influence so that there can be a riot. And if that riot we, turns we up, we, then that prison break going to happen. That floodgate is going to open up and that's what they're looking for. So it don't matter on. who you are. We knew we knew from the jump. I'm talking about when I first seen him, and I told my homies, I said, "Yeah, yeah, this this is something up with this guy." And some folks was falling for that shit. I said, "Y'all can't believe you got to man. I'm from Minnesota, bro. That nigga would never be able to come to 38th for Chicago. Never. He would never be able to come to 38th ever with no uh, what they call that when he had the um." Rainbow head or some shit like hell no he couldn't come on thirty eighth. Every if if you from if you from over here you know you yeah no nah, them niggas them them dime moves ain't going. You can never come on thirty eighth with no shit like that on. You get your ass violated and and you never be seen again. You be somewhere in the diner or some shit like that. So like when I first seen that I was like damn I I, I wonder if these Treyway guys know like damn you know what I'm saying. When you got when and the point of the the point of the, and I'm I'm gonna let you go in a second, brother. But the point of the whole podcast tonight is the price of dealing with lames. Those Trayway dudes from New York, they were dealing with a dude that wasn't really from the streets, from my understanding, because he didn't he didn't abide by street code. All right, and. They probably figure, well, we can get some little money out of them or some shit like that. But what what do you really expect? A, a nigga like this that never really grew up around y'all doing the same shit y'all doing, and then you 
you know, he probably had them doing little shit and whatever. And, you know, and he got on the stand, got the name in Cardi B and Jones and all this type of shit. You know, so I, I don't know, bro. Like, I mean, I, I, I think the price know, of dealing with lames, man. That's that that was I mean, not, not I mean, look, <laughs> not only that, but they created a beast. Look at him now. Look at him now. Now, now he got little niggas. They, they're OGs. The little niggas that he got right now by, by his side, their OG want that money. But their OG smart. They watch that shit. So now OG's out of the way. He's uh, he's in, under the radar. You can't find him. But he getting that money. Now, you now said his got, OG. Got cool. Nah, I'm talking about not 6 9 His little niggas. His niggas that's rolling with him right now. The ones he signed supposedly to his shit. But now the thing is, it's not just that. Is the, the the goons that he just got w- with him that he got with him that's doing music with him right now? They're OG, yeah. Their OG is like okay, y'all niggas get on with him, y'all protect him, but I'm gonna stay out the way. Not like Treyway, like this nigga, his managers are all out there showing his face. Nah, their OG is really silent now. That's evident. That's evident because these little niggas gotta be. They gotta be. They have had to have a puppet master. Let me ask you a, a question. Master, and they have a demon. Let me let me ask you a question before I move on with the with the with the podcast and I open the phone lines back up. Um Brooklyn, what is the current state of gentrification for black folks in Brooklyn right now? Bro, look. <laughs> yo, I ain't yo, on the cool. I I don't, I don't even want to go there. I don't even want to go there. It don't Shit sound good, out. brother. Yeah, it, 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 shit is silly out there right now, man. Niggas, let me tell you something. Most of the niggas is moving out of state. They moving Damn. out of state right now. It's not the business. I don't give a fuck if, if marijuana's fucking, you know, if, if 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 they open dispensaries. They don't give a damn. They see the difference, right? They see, see what's going on right now. People are looking at the difference on, when it comes to living expenses. Right? Real estate, right? A high cost of living. Fuck that. There's no, there's no, there's no nothing out there for black people right now. Nothing. Mm. The people that that losing, losing kinfolk, they they getting killed off, and they're like, yo, I'm, I'm moving to Miami. Either I'm moving to Man. Miami, I'm going to Texas. Or, like seriously, they moving to the south. Now let me ask you something else too, because I gotta ask this question. Y'all's mayor. I'm getting some real coon spirit out of that nigga. Is that nigga a sambo? Yeah, he is. Automatic. Now, give me a little background on the nigga because I've been I've been following that nigga for a while, and I'm hearing, especially that little situation where that brother got into that little scuffle with the police, and he was talking about banning real rap and all this bullshit. And I'm like, bro, mm, that nigga, he's grinning and skinning a little bit too much. What's up with him? Yeah, man. I you I mean, listen, dog, that's another thing I won't touch touch on because you don't understand that the the power at at bay, you know, that what I don't even want to touch it, bro. I promise. I don't want to talk about it. I'm already oh I'm already risk. I'm already at risk, right? I'm already at risk talking about what's going on with floodgates. Right? I mean, but but at least my niggas have got my back. At least my OG be like, "Yo, you you with it? You can talk that." It is what it is, but they they're not gonna pay attention to one nigga. They're gonna pay attention to a, a hundred, a probably probably a, a fifty thousand people that are saying the same thing. So I can say what I say, but when they come over there, and I'm not touching that. 
I'm not fucking with government. What about the other girl? What about the Okay, now let me ask you this, friend. I'm, then I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna open up the phone lines in, in a while because I want to cover, you know, the other little stuff that I that I seen and heard about today. Um, yeah. Would you say that on top of Brooklyn, um, uh, uh, uh what's that place where Wu Tang from? Staten Staten Island, um, the Bronx, and all Queens. that. It, 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 is it all being gentrified to hell? Is they running niggas about it there? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the 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 projects is not what it was anymore. You know what I mean? Like they got niggas painting over gang signs now. Like niggas coming out of prison or niggas coming out of jail. In order to get out of jail, you know, you know, some people want to they want, they want to do the trustee work to get out of jail uh, sooner. Just as long as it's not an aggravated assault or assault or it's not domestic violence. You know, they let you do that. You can do a trustee or you can get out and start painting over all the gang signs inside of the hood. And not just that. But now we got we got police patrols on the in, in, right there in the right there in the projects, so nobody's doing nothing. It's not it's not what you think no more, my, my nigga. It's like Connecticut comes out there; they they do extra shifts out there. Like why are you coming from Connecticut to, to to Brooklyn to Queens and Staten Island, Jersey to do extra hours? That don't make sense. That sound like a police that make state, sense, brother. It's it, it, exactly. Exactly. That's why I don't even want to dib and dab on that because people are running from that state. They running Man. from it. It's not the business. That's why niggas is in, in Miami right now. That's why they in, they in Little Haiti. That's why they in Tarpon Springs, Clearwater. That's why they, they in Tampa Bay. That's why they in Houston, Texas right now. That's why they, they, they in Alabama. They in New Orleans. Shit, they running from New Orleans right now because the water is sickening. Hmm. People coughing up black shit out of their lungs because New Orleans water. I heard about um. There's this place you heard of Benton Harbor. Man, don't even be there, bro. Don't even look. Don't go to Flint. Don't go to Benton Harbor. You hear me? Yeah, I heard of Benton Harbor. And there's um some other place. Don't go to Flint, Michigan. Don't go to Michigan, Flint. Don't go to Flint. (laughs) Yeah, my homie got property out there. there. It's East St. Louis. You got Flint. He got property. Who? My homie, my homie got pro- he was telling me about property he bought in East St. Louis yeah. in Flint, Michigan, and I was asking him about. All right, the water so what happens? What, what happens? All right, so listen, listen. So what what usually happens in a in a in a state that that people are usually dying from like you know either water the the the, the climate change or something like that the the living expenses go down, but when it's political the living expenses go high. Hmm. Now, the thing is, you might lose, I'm going to say 50-50 chance that you're going to lose real estate money if you're going into those type of states that, that's becoming sickening, that people don't even want to be around there. The cops don't even pull you over in that neighborhood. They're like, yeah, shit, I don't even, people are suffering. What'd shit, you think the cops about don't want to do it. What do you think about uh, the audio I played with Dr. Claude Anderson earlier? No, that shit was real. It was real. I mean, that's what really caught my attention. He's been fighting for us for a long time before these. I mean, he man, he's been he's been going to war for us for shit, man, since since the seventies. You know what I'm saying? How can we get him? How can we get him on board? You feel me? How can we get him on board? And 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 and, and, and I mean, we man, there's so many people out there suffering. Man, he, he gave us the game, bro. He done gave us the game. What what it is is, man, is you know, black folks, man, we reactionary, man. We real emotional reactionary. He didn't like the he homie, look, he, and I, 
He's been telling like, us I mean, for a long time. Farrakhan been telling us. Um shit. Um damn it. I mean, motherfucker, man, we we it's it's not like we didn't know. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's not it's 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 like the chosen few is you know it's just like a few of us that that kind of think that way. And then like how I was talking about the meritorious manumission, you got some folks that'll be like, well, you know, I just want something just for me. Fuck all y'all. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the system we running in, and we you know we we slowly getting at it, man. But uh. Well, you know, I want to say this. I want to say that, um, you know, no, nobody has to give a shit about us, period. We really individually need to give a fuck about ourselves individually. In order, in order to save somebody, my nigga, you got to save yourself. You can't, you can't go drowning with the people that, that, that's pulling the boat down. Yo, you, you know what I mean? So it's like, and, and on top of that, you know, it's not that I got nothing against Nip. Nah, I don't. Cause that nigga, he's a straight up, you know, he, he was, I would I would say he was really underground Jesus Christ cuz he was getting there he was getting there he was opening he was opening so many avenues from one hood to the next hood that people couldn't right. even see happening they couldn't even visualize that shit happening because they grew up in a way where that shit is never supposed to happen yeah. but you know what the thing was like he said that too you know us black people us black folk or people of color or melanin you know we re- we react to things, and we need to, you know, we need to change the way we respond to someone disrespecting us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because how are we gonna really change the world, or at least leave a piece of who you are, if you have a higher vibration, leave a piece of who you are inside of them. Let them know, like, hey, bro, it's all good. I understand. That's how you feel, but it's, it's gonna be all right. Because you know what I mean. I'm, 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 I'm just gonna keep it moving, and I hope whatever you're going through. You know, you find a you find a you resolve that shit within yourself because the next person that come across you might not let you walk from what you did. Yeah, and that's why we need. I've been a I've been in you know a great favor of, um. You know, Doctor Francis Chris Wells and the Neely Fuller's method. We need a code of conduct. But dear, what's happening? You on the live? Thank you, thank you for joining. We need a code of conduct. See, everybody else has a code of conduct. We're kind of starting to get there because we ain't got no other choice. Yeah, Uncle Manhood is lame. Who's Uncle Manhood? Wait a minute, hold on, Badir. Wait a minute, not man. gonna come no, no to your He come said, "Wait now. a minute." Hold. He says, "Uncle Manhood is Uncle Mahoo." Badir, who are you talking about? Don't come in my chat trolling, sir. I, I don't know what's going on here. We gonna get back to the audio, brother. Call in again, man. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna get back to my analysis. Hey, I look, think. Thanks for calling look, in. I, yeah, for sure, for sure. Look, I just want to tell y'all, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Yo, shout out to the homie. You know, what I mean, Bangalore P, uh, DP. Uh, look, next time I come up in here, I'm gonna have Inglewood OG David G up in here, and we are gonna really chop it up about what's going on and what we're trying to do right now because we starting new things. We got we have so many uh, um you know non uh what do they call it though we have we have so many funda- fundamentals. At bay right now that we actually working with, and you know, and and, and non was a non funny uh, um, organizations like non bullying and, and trying to gather some people in in politics right now that's going to help us take these these so called people that's trying to help us out of the game in a way where it's going to be legalized, man. So y'all holler at me. Me and my OG going to be back on the next show on God. 
Yeah, man, call us up. We'll we'll talk because I want I want to find out more about what's going on with the with the abatement stuff going on in L.A. and the, and the gentrification and stuff, and you know how, how we could combat these things because these you know I try to discuss ideas as much as possible. I end up discussing some events and things like that, but I. No. I'm starting to learn. Gentrification to is very content. dangerous. This is a dangerous conversation, dangerous uh, dialogue, my dude. Yeah, it really is, man. And um, there's some things that uh, I realize that got to be taken offline. Like you know, not everything's for the internet, you know. But you know, we gonna we gonna chop it up, brother. Go ahead and call us up next week. I'm gonna continue the the audio, man. I appreciate you, brother. What's up, man? Bless, bless. Thank you yes, for having sir. me. Yes, sir. Take care. are, you know, staggering, speak for themselves. Yeah, Aaron, that's absolutely right. In 1995, 96 people were killed in Minneapolis in a single year, earning the city the nickname Murderapolis. And I remember this in 95. Let me tell y'all, let me give you a little backstory on this. I'm going to turn the phone lines off for a little bit. We'll open them up. Call my man Philly Z. He'll call up soon. Um, 95 was at a point where you, you know, like, I'll tell you, Minnesota was a unique place, you know, because it was a college town. But see, you had you had a lot of different people from different places and there's different personalities that don't necessarily mix. You couldn't wear the Chicago Bulls jacket, starter jacket everywhere. <laughs> you just couldn't. I remember I used to I tell my mom, like, you know, because red was my favorite color. And I was like, Mom, I want the I want the Chicago Bulls jacket in the in the brothers. Badir was all right. All right, Badir, go ahead and share the program. Um, the Chicago Bulls jacket, man, the brothers had that, you know, and um, some of the red rags as well. You know, they you, you couldn't just you couldn't just be openly wearing that jacket like that. I mean, it was there was consequences to wearing that jacket, you know, and uh, I really liked the jacket. It was with the big Chicago Bulls '95. It just it just wasn't it, you know. You had to be careful. So there, there was, you know, big drugs and everything going on. People had money in the 90s. Uh, they said 95. You, If you notice, the 94 crime bill was passed. Jim Crow, Joe, and saxophone bill and no reparations, Bernie. Um, they were trying to pass that. So uh, or, or it was passed. It was passed in 94. So 95 was a man. The city was out of control. You know, the city was really out of control and uh, it, it was tight. I, you know, I might have been, I don't know how old I was. I might have been maybe 10 or some shit. Hold on. How old was I in 1995? Let me look it up here. 1995. Hold on. Damn, I, was I 13? No, that don't sound right. Yeah, I suppose I was. Was I there about 12, 13, 95? Okay, damn. So that was a year before, man, that was Mob Deep Hell on Earth. They were probably recording that shit. So, man. Now, almost three decades later, that record is in danger of being surpassed. 
Nine homicides in 10 days, ranging from interfamily shooting to a stabbing on public transit. We want a safe community. We're going to fight every day for a safe community. We can't do it alone and we need everybody's help. The city's 29th, 30th, and 31st murder of 2022 taking place in less than 30 hours, late Thursday night into Friday evening, putting Minneapolis on track for the most in a single year. The only way we're gonna get this turned around is if we make it very clear that you're not gonna get away with this kind of crime. Like any citizen, it is shocking. Sasha Cotton has been the director of the Office of Violence Prevention in Minneapolis since 2019, with the mission of addressing violence through a public health lens. Something she says is making an impact, despite an increase in shots fired, gunshot wound victims, and homicides from this time last year. While the numbers are high, how many murders and other serious incidents have Minnesota's U.S. attorney announcing a new plan to address violent crime in the Twin Cities. Our Rob Olson joins us live now. So, Rob, a couple of things they touched on here, gun violence and carjackings. Yeah, guns, uh, carjackings, gang violence, a uh, number of things that uh, federal prosecutors... Reparations, reparations, reparations. Gun violence, carjacking. Over $100 million was given to, I think, the island of Hawaii. And you got a couple of these little dumbass niggas over south and over north doing some carjacking and doing whatever. Man, you get you a reparations package, man, together. And these young brothers will get in line. You got a, you got a few goofy motherfuckers that still want to continue to do it. But I'm telling you, see, that's the point. The point is, divide foundational blacks from other brothers in the diaspora as um, John Henry Clark saying we need to get our house in order, which means expose and excommunicate coons, sambos, and plantation operatives. But here's the thing. They talking about bringing people over from Ukraine. They bringing Afghans, people that ain't citizens. And you talking about giving them all types of money and benefits. And black folks, you talking about giving them a fried chicken Popeye sandwich and a vaccine. So, man, listen, I'm telling you, we get a good reparations package in there, man. These niggas ain't going to do that shit. Computers will be really cracking down hard on, they say. And for the purposes of bringing these crime numbers down, there's there's two per, two approaches here. One is to prosecute the violent offenders, but the other is the threat of prosecuting violent offenders, that they hope that alone is a deterrent. We cannot allow this plague of violence to continue. U.S. Attorney Andy Luger pulling together the ATF, the FBI, and the BCA, hoping the threat of federal prison time will itself reduce violent crime. End the plague of violence now. You have a choice, and now is the time to walk away. Luger says all 42 prosecutors in his office will... So now what they're telling people is, well, let's get threatening them because we don't want to shoot another nigga and get another riot going. Remember what I said, there will be no more $27 million settlement payouts. You seen what happened with the no knock warrant? Ain't gonna be no more payouts. I don't even hear about that case no more. I, I don't hear about that case no more with the no knock warrant. It's, it's, it's a wrap, it's over. 
Ain't going to be no more 27 million payouts. Somebody was telling me the other day that Chauvin was talking about trying to overturn his shit. If he overturns that, that means Potter gets to go free. Court precedents. They nailed him. And here's another bagland prediction. I said that the sentencing was going to run concurrent. And I was correct. The federal charges run concurrent. He ain't really getting too much time. I think what is state time? 85%. What is fed time? He's not getting 25 years on top of 25 years. They running concurrent. He got a deal. Them cops that uh, help with the lynching of Mr. Floyd, they only about to get no more than 10 at the top, at, at, at the top of the hat. It ain't going to be a whole bunch of time. Minnesota is going to use these carjackings as an example to say, hey, you Negroes out here carjacking, you know? Will now prosecute violent crimes, and they're hoping to hire up to eight more. They've also formed a specific gang. So they're talking about eight prosecutors. That means that they got a whole, I mean, this is, this is the crime bill. They have eight prosecutors for all the carjackings they're talking about. Y'all better get a pipe. Prosecution team saying that gangs are often at the root. And noting the huge surge in carjackings in the past year has directed that any case that qualifies be sent their way. Starting today, if you are 18 or older and engage in a carjacking in Minnesota that involves violence or the threat of violence, you will face federal charges so that means that if you're 16 or 17 and you're black, you are probably going to be charged as an adult, which is 18. That's what that means. They carry stiff sentences. The FBI tasked with tracking those suspects down. We will find you. We the Fedexini Alfredos is starting to add federal charges. See? That's what they're going to do. We'll take you off the street and we will ensure that you are held accountable. Another printers, the federal crackdown mentioned by President Biden just three weeks ago. If you commit a crime with a ghost gun, expect federal prosecution. Now, now he barely could ever say that. Old Joe can't even barely get words out of his mouth half the time. But he said, if you commit a ghost gun, you know, you're getting federal crime. I mean, he loved that. With every little bit of breath that he had in his body, he he couldn't wait to just slap another crime bill on some Negroes. He, I mean, he was loving that. Oh, man, that might have gave him a, I ain't going to say, but <laughs> yeah, he enjoyed that. You're a f scary kitty cat. Holy sh No, go away. Go away. Now, this dude no. ran into a mountain lion. Hey. Go eat your babies. You're not getting me, dude. Now I, I grabbed some of this audio because there was a report of a mountain lion out, out where we live. My daughter says she seen one running across the street. So I call animal control. They talking about what they can't do, and it's you need to call 911. The police ain't going to come for no mountain lion. Their distribution could be anywhere between 10, 15, 20, 30 miles or whatever the case may be. So, you know, if you see one, which is a very rarity, and we'll cover this in a little bit, by the time you get to looking for it, you're not going to find it. 
you know? So I just wanted to catch some audio with that. I'm ready to go down. Yeah, get the away from me. Sister. Tio. Tio. Tom. Tio. Tio. You what now? Uh, I've been knocked plumb out seeing stars laying on the ground by just one of them slaps. That was a Looney Tune slap. This dude said that a mountain lion, that this guy, he was some guy, I, I don't know what, he sounded like he had a southern accent. Um, I think he was like an animal tamer, one of these people that works with animals. Like He works with dangerous animals like that. And he can look at their behaviors, look at their body language. Um, and the thing was, you know, the mountain lion was swiping at him. And he said that he had been seeing stars a couple of times unconscious. So, which means they got hands and feet. They got hands and feet for you. It swipe at you. So it must have slapped him one time. That's how you know it wasn't trying to kill him. It wasn't trying to eat him. If something like that has the power to swipe you and smack you in the face, um, he said he's seen stars, which mean the claws were in. Because if the claws were out, that means that would have been uh, excruciating and intricate damage to his nerves and his, and his cheek. See, I'm using logic here. We're going to follow the logic. If he said that he's seen stars and he was unconscious like a Daffy Duck Looney Tunes character, that means them claws were in. I'm just using basic logic here. I wasn't there. I don't know. But... I'm pretty sure if them claws were out, that man would be telling a different story. And according to the video that I saw, uh, his cheeks would have been hanging off like uh, Hannibal Lecter in uh, The Red Dragon. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it wasn't trying to kill him because it could very well kill you if it wanted to. Full danger. like a wolverine, right? Wolverines don't have any, there's no one, no one feels about a wolverine the same way they think about a bear. Cause there's no like cute wolverines. Mm -hmm. There's only the ones that you see in like, uh, you know, X-Men, like right. the wolverine dude. It's this one. Yeah. yeah. But he's like a person, his name's Wolverine. There's no like cute wolverines cause they're so fucking ferocious. Mm -hmm. Such a monster of a little animal. One wolverine will fuck up a big bear. Oh, for real? Dude, they're fucking ruthless. They chase wolves off food. How big are wolverines? Not big, man. 40 oh. pounds, 50 pounds. Jeez. They'll fuck up everything. They fuck up everything. Yeah. Everything runs away from them. Mm -hmm. They're just ready to die <laughs> all day. Hibernate all winter. They often scavenge dead animals. And because of their wicked sense of smell, they don't have much trouble finding them. Which 36 years, not very many, Mario. No, they don't breed in captivity. Um, now, this creature, uh, early taxonomist, had no idea what it was. Uh, but, well, this is little because of it. I follow how they talk. I follow how they... Now, that, that guy right there was, he had like a little... Uh, so I, I, okay, I'm going to use the word pet very lightly. It was a like a pet wolverine or something like that. I've never seen nothing like that in my life. I've seen this, and I was like, damn, this thing could 
tear him to shreds if he wanted to. And, you know, he looked like a giant weasel almost, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm, I, I'd rather run into a bear than a wolverine, I'll tell you that. Very important. If you do that, you dance around a while, make sure you'll be fine. But apparently, I'm the only one that's ever worked this closely yeah. with wolverines No, this is, when I tell history. you this is a world exclusive, I'm absolutely correct. Uh, there's been others. Ow! Just go file your teeth down. The Smithsonian Institute. This lady's gonna get it. <laughs> Welcome to the Bagland Podcast. This is Bagland DP, where we discuss politics, tech, and tangibles. Opening up the phone line from my man Philly Z to call in here. We'll get the good times going. My man calling in here. All right. You are live on the Bagland Podcast. What's happening? It's a pleasure to be on. How's everybody doing tonight? Man, everybody's doing great. And um, we had a great caller here. We had a brother from my first, because, you know, I was asking him, like, I'm hearing a New York accent, but he says he spent some time in Inglewood, so he was able to give a, a few details. When he said an hour, I said, wait a minute, bro, an hour from Inglewood to the Marathon store. I said, that's a long time. He said, traffic. I said, all I right. Think he was confused. He was confused by what you were saying. What he was saying was, it's going to take you an hour to walk around Slauson and Crenshaw over there because people's going to check you. And then remember, he was talking about every car is monitored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He okay. Yeah, so he so thought he I was, was walking. He was confused. Yeah, he 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 thought you were talking about walking around Slauson and Crenshaw. Oh no, no, but I should have clarified it. Yeah, but now you're not rolling 60, though. Your microphone is kind of, I don't know. It sounds like it's way far away. About that, other mic you, that other mic you had was great. That The one you had before was really good. It sounds much better now. These are headphones. They ain't, it's not a microphone. Oh, okay. The other headphones you had, I don't know. Uh, um, I'm on it. Those are what, these are wireless, maybe. That's why. Oh, okay. Maybe that could be it. Cause yeah, it's yeah. But he know, can't sound... be. He can't be. He can't be a rolling sixty. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't suspect that at all. Well, he said he was. Uh, I think he, he said he was families. I don't think he was. No, I don't think he said. If that. He, he's from the East Coast, they you know you got to be from the sixties. You know what I mean? You've been he said he knew. Uh, now I seen that you played the clip of uh, Jimmy Jones. Now that now yep now he what it was I asked is this. that that recording was a FBI wiretap. Shoddy's phone was tapped. So who's who was that on the phone with him? That's Jim Jones talking to Shoddy. Oh really? Mm-hmm. There's so, two. Hold on. There's two. There's one. Of Jim Jones talking to Mel Murder. The one that you played, is that where he's talking about you gotta get at six nine security? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. that's Mel Murder. Mel Murder is a top top member in uh Treyway. So Did what happened with six nine recorded? is no, nobody knew they were being recorded. That was an FBI wiretap. They played it in court. 
But Jim Jones is the only person who didn't get charged. Everybody in Trayway is at least doing 15 years. So that that was played in court for the Trayway sentencing? No. They were they were federal, they had a federal wiretap on Trayway. They had been monitoring them for the, the dirt they were doing in New York. All but, right. So 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 that so the, the guy, Mel Murder or Shoddy, their phone is being tapped, monitored, because they're getting ready to bust them. But okay. so when they had the falling out with 6ix9ine, the police hurried up and arrested 6ix9ine because they knew that's their only way of, of convicting Treyway of getting that so, game was to lock because they were gonna kill 6ix9ine and the police knew that. So nobody in so nobody in Treyway would talk, so they needed 6ix9ine. They needed 6ix9ine. They knew none of them would talk. And here's the thing. And then they were attacking other gang members, so the gang members were going to talk. Their problem was 6ix9ine was being extorted by Treyway, and he was okay with that because they were letting him be a gangster and they were protecting him. The problem came in when he did the video with Nicki Minaj and Kanye West, okay? Remember that? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, when he did that, he didn't call for Treyway security. Hmm. So, so that let them know. Wait a minute, he's about to be doing shit with Nikki and Kanye. He's about to blow up. He ain't gonna be needing us no more. They're gonna advise him not to fuck with us, and he doesn't Do need to be an authentic gangster anymore. If he's tapping in that Nicki Minaj fan base and that Kanye, he doesn't need to be authentic like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Do, do you remember when he went to L.A. and I remember, the, I remember vaguely where they talked about. A Nicki Minaj video. Yeah, then, that was shot up. Yeah, and I was wondering. The house got shot up by Trenway. They when when he because they were his protection. They went everywhere with him. Everywhere. When he didn't call them, that's when they knew. Okay, he's bouncing on us. He's about to. He's blowing up now, and he was gonna blow up. So plans are in place now to kill him. They attempted once. It didn't work. They tried a second time. It didn't work. That second time they tried it, the feds went and got him. And they came up with some charges on him. Like, we'll get you with this, 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 and this. Or you can tell on some people that just tried to kill you. So what if he would have just said, you know what? I don't know nothing. He would have done 45 years. Because he put... Uh, uh, he put $20,000 on somebody's head. A thirty thousand, a thirty pack, King Von. No, Chief Keith. Was it King Von or Keep Chief Keith? Yeah, Chief Keith. I'm sorry. Yeah, he put thirty grand on him, and they're using his money to do all these crimes. I so heard about that. Like, yeah, I mean, Trayway was, was just a game. Once he once they beef? got in contact with him. Go ahead. What was this beef with Chief Keith? Deep, uh, Chief just shit on social media. Just talking so you, shit, you know. So basically, so basically, he's so six nine is looking at it from this standpoint. I'm a lame ass nigga. I want to keep my persona up. I'm with these gangsters. So if you see that nigga next time you see him in New York, do something to him. Mm, well, when he was good with Treyway, you couldn't have touched him. That's what I'm saying. If you, you know if you, what, I mean? what I'm yeah. saying, Chief Keep came to New York. You got to think. 
them niggas are street niggas. They real members. Oh, they Chief Keith and all. They would have killed so, so what I'm saying is, is, is if they shot at Chief Keith, Chief Keith ain't like six nine. He's not, but Treyway was hard. They were hard niggas. Six nine that's, wasn't gonna shoot at anybody. That's what I'm saying. So be, it was gonna be his guys. All right. So he's looking at it from old oh, man. If 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 I don't try to do nothing to Chief, I'm gonna look like the fake rap nigga that I really am, right? No, not not really. But he just what he just said it as being an ignorant kid. I got a thirty pack on his head. Not knowing he's being recorded, you know what I mean? He's just an ignorant ass kid. But well, what, what I'm saying is, is, is this. he told them so, he he had to tell yeah, them to do this. But and that's the only person he snitched on. See, everybody's calling him. Is he a is he a a, a fake dude, a fake thug, fake gangster? He's all of that. But when it comes to snitching, the only person he snitched on is the person he gave that thirty thousand to. Because he paid the guy to do it, then told on him. The rest of them niggas, shoddy, all them, they tried to kill him twice. So would you do 45 years in jail for two pe- peoples that tried to kill you? Knowing you ain't even a gangster. Yeah, if you're, you if you're not part of that wouldn't. life. If you're not no, part of that life, the, you're going to be the... Yeah. Right. The only person he really told on is a guy he said, I got a 30-pack for, for shooting at homie. That right there, he told on dude. So you put the guy in that position, then told on him. The rest of that was on was on him. That's on Shoddy. Shoddy and them's problem was is they didn't money up along the way. The whole time they were extorting this kid, they were supposed to save that up. And no, eventually he's gonna bounce. Cause once he gets with Nicki Minaj and Kanye, guess what? He doesn't need to be an authentic thug anymore. He just now he's got the fans. He's good. When he didn't call Treyway to be security for him in L.A. doing that video, they knew he was bouncing. Well, okay, here's another thing, too. And Jim, hold on, and Jim Jones, what Jim Jones is saying is, okay, after the first time they tried to rob him, he was like, there's some dirty bloods. He went on to Breakfast Club with six miles, like, there's some dirty bloods. Da-da-da-da-da, they ain't shit. Treyway's nothing. I'm Treyway. They're nothing. Wow. So, so Jim Jones, so Jim Jones was like, you need to super duper violate him. In one mess, in one wiretap. In the other wiretap, he's saying you gotta get his security. If you get it like he's talking about the security he has now through Nicki Minaj and them kind of dealings. Go get them security, go fuck them up, and them record labels will drop them. And Jim Jones didn't didn't do a lick of time, didn't didn't did nothing. Yeah, I mean that's conspiracy. Nothing. Everybody did the least amount was Shoddy. Shoddy got fifteen years, which is weird too. He's ahead of everything, and he got the least amount of time. Also, oh, some guys now, got six, more time. Hell yeah! Now six nine. Is signed to Whack Whack One Hundred right now, so he's back on now because Whack One Hundred probably gave him gave him an advance. You know what I mean? And Whack One Hundred is playing the narrative of Six Nine is not a gangster; he's a civilian, so he's not a snitch. Everybody telling him why are you working with a snitch? He's saying he's not a snitch; he's a civilian. He ain't a gangster. Well, he's not, he's not a gangster. A, That's true. 
Yeah, that's true. And whack, that's true. And that's what Wack 100 is saying. He's a civilian. He ain't a gangster. Wack is just very like... intelligent. Playing chess. Uh, that, that's a smart man because he cleaned it up. He even did a debate with 6ix9ine that eight, uh, academics hosted where he's just clearly showing the narrative that you're not a gangster, but I signed you. Hmm. And yeah, I signed you. And, and now they're going at Jim Jones because Wack 100 knows. Because Takashi already told him. If I didn't tell, they already had the Fed said we had Jim Jones on deck. I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm very disappointed. I'm very disappointed hey, in Jim Jones. Because I remember well, the last I mean, thing. He's not the brightest person, DP. Yeah, but one thing's bright. He's, he's, one... Have you ever heard him talk? Yeah. He's not the sharpest cat. You know, when that whole thing, remember I told you before, the food fight in Miami, I said, nah, man. I said, you were like, okay, a video and all that. Remember I told you, I said, bro, something ain't adding up. And then remember I played, I played the video of the bodyguard, or not the not the video, but the audio of the bodyguard of Gibbs, of Gibbs bodyguard. And he was like, man, that shit was like a food fight. Like he seen the nigga, walk past him and said, hey, let me talk to you. And one of his entourage, they said through a bottle. And then everybody was talking about there was a fight and they flipped him over and this, that, and the third. But come on, bro. We, we, we in 2020, 2020, or I mean, 2022, bro. Somebody would have seen the video of that already. That Somebody nigga, Jim, even... Jimmy don't want that video to come out, bro. He does not want that video, video to come out. Of even the aftermath of it. You know what I mean? That's Somebody what I'm saying, bro. Them niggas didn't fight. Yeah, they probably just had a conversation. Freddie probably told the nigga, man, let's catch a fade. And the nigga probably was like, oh, no, I don't know. And it was a little, you know how the, you know, your entourage is always more turned up than you. If you're the superstar, he ain't going to fight him. You know what I'm saying? So I think Jim's 46 years old. Yeah, he's a little older. He's a little older, but he's still talking gangster. I mean, you know, you on a wiretap talking about violating nigga. That, that that within itself is scary. You know what I mean? But this is a generation and an era now where you have YouTube and people can get paid off of hits. But what happens is is you have all these people looking for attention that can't that can't entertain you anymore. Jim Jones yeah. can't put out a record anymore. So what does he got to do? 50 Cent, he can't put out a... Well, he's got a, a TV show, so I'll leave him out of it. Even Benzino, these kind of people, they can only... They, they can't put out records. No one cares. So what do they got to do? They got to go, woof. Look at Wack 100. Wack 100, as much as people think he's crazy, he's generating 250,000 views a day. And, and he's cutting deals. Oh, he, he's cutting great deals, man. The deal he cut with 6 9 is similar to you buying a stock when it's real, real down and getting it for cheap and then knowing it's going to explode. Because he knows, WAC 100 knows one thing. There are so many snitches and bitch-ass motherfuckers in the world nowadays that they form a clique. So who will buy his albums? Other bitch-ass niggas. Yeah. Yep, that's true. He's like their president. He's like their president. This is a bitch ass nigga. This is a whole ass nigga. Look at him. He's making millions. You know? It's the world of shit. There was a time where coons were 
were never stuck their chest out and they weren't com comfortable being cooning. Now they're very comfortable to cool. Snitches are very comfortable to, to snitch. I heard him say on one interview, hell yeah, I snitch. You know, hell yeah, what? look at academics. This is a gatekeeper to hip hop music nowadays. And this guy don't know shit. This guy's probably never even been handcuffed by a police officer. Yet, yet he's yet he's considered to be, you know, uh, the a thought one gatekeeper. He's a number one gatekeeper of. I don't know anybody that covers hip hop, rap music that's making the money he's making. He's making the real money. He gets a lot of views because you got a lot of goofies. I told you once before. There's so many goofies in the world that they form the click. Used to be one goofy over here, one goofy over there, and then there's a goofy over there, coon over there. So many of them now that they're clicked up and they're making money. Shit. I made a, a prediction. Like, uh, what? I made a prediction about the crime bill. And 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 now they have four to ten prosecutors that's gonna be uh prosecuting people for the carjacking. Remember that prediction I made four months ago that they're gonna come up with a crime bill. It's good. You think it's good? Guess what? These these carjackies are serious, and these guns nowadays, you know, there was a time when somebody pulled a gun on you, carjacking, and you call us bluff. Now that motherfucker got a gun because these guns is going for so cheap. Jim Crow Joe says anybody with, with, with ghost guns is going to uh, face a federal crime. They they hitting the feds. Yeah. Now, they said the BCA. Well, what's wrong with that? If somebody robbed your your wife or your daughter's car and at gunpoint. You want that motherfucker prosecuted to the full extent of the law? Yeah, they need to go to jail. It says Minneapolis Police Department to receive help from State Patrol the BCA. The Minnesota Police Department will be getting help from two state agencies to bolster crime prevention and law enforcement. Now, what they've done now is they've issued a warning. They said, "Well, you know." Uh, if you're 18, then, then I, I called this out earlier. Now, niggas said, well, you know, I ain't 18, so I ain't going to get no time, nigga. If you're 16, they're going to try you as an adult. See, we black. As they should. Okay. Well, well, DP, what are you trying to say? That that's not good? That they should get these kids a uh, slap on the wrist for stealing cars at gunpoint? I'm saying, if you're 16... And if you, if, 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 it, if, it, if it's some niggas talking about, well, you know, they ain't going to charge me until I'm 18. No, they're going to charge you as an adult and they're going to sit and you in their juvenile detention. And then when you get 18, they're shipping you off to St. Cloud or Rush City. Damn so right. I'm saying it live tonight. Don't be confused when you get up in that court system talking about, well, you know, I thought this and I thought that. No, you thought wrong, sir. You're doing five to ten out the gate. And you should. You should. This this is getting out of hand, out of control, and uh, it's 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 it's, it's terrible. They now listen to this. These motherfuckers are the fullest extent of the law. Throw the book at them. Both agreements are set to run through the end of 2023. Now, what happens at the end of 2023? Let me answer that question for me. They'll see if it eases up. If it eases up, they'll ease up. If it don't now ease listen, up, what happens at the end of 2023? What do we have around that time? Oh, I'm asking my listeners. All right, the see? Election. Yeah, see? 
I'm just yeah, asking. You're going to get Trump for another four years. Trump's going to get Fra- back. Trump's going to win it. Yeah, and Frey Fry, listen, Frey Fry says, and the interim, the interim chief, uh, Amelia Huffman, you know, Amelia Huffman got called out. Yeah, by, by Nakima. Levy Pounds had some work, had some choice words to say about uh Frey she, Fry she and, and Amelia Huffman. Damn, man, Frey Fry is just—he's got too many masters to serve. Yeah, he he's having the same problem that Donald had when he was running. You you end up having too many masters to serve that you just you 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 don't you don't have any definite answers to anything because this answer will piss off them and they didn't give you some money, and this answer will piss off them and they didn't give you some money. Here's what black America should do. NAACP, Jesse Jackson, and these guys, if they really want to get in, you got to do what other races do. Why don't you get in there and offer Trump or offer Biden a bag? Yeah. Here's a, yep. here's a bag. This is what we want. Try try a different approach. Because That's I know one we- thing. Biden, I don't know about Biden. If Biden's out here making deals with the Ukrainian and the Chinese, and what's his son doing? All these deals were for him do a deal with Black America. Oh, he's he, he doesn't him. want any Hennessy deals. But Hunter, Hunter Biden says he don't want no Hennessy nigga deal. Yeah, Hunter Hunter Biden just embarrassed his father even more than his father has been embarrassing himself. But he gets Hunter a pass Biden, because he's a Democrat. He's gonna get a big pass. Well, he gets a pass. Well, I tell you this much: I ain't no sympathizer of Donald Trump at yeah. all. But if that was Donald Trump's son that did that, they'd have been on his ass. Oh. <laughs> they would have oh, been, been on his ass. They would have been on his ass. Donald did a good job raising his kids. Hunter Biden said, I don't want no Hennessy deals, nigga. What does he mean yeah, by that? What does he want? What does he mean by Hennessy uh, deal? I don't want no nigga deals. Nigga, you, you know, like no street deals. Do is, he saying, pass, is he saying that okay. I, I don't want no Popeye's chicken taking, equal spiritual deal? I'm not taking no shorts. What he said. I ain't taking no shorts, no nigga deals, no five five hustle, five finger hustling, none that. I asked you a question. Dollars. I asked you a question earlier. And I said, "What if I had? What if I had Donald or Joe Rogan on the Bagland podcast? Would I be? Would I be canceled like they're trying to do Dave Chappelle?" What's Dave Chappelle getting canceled for? They're trying to cancel him. You know, he went against for the what? mob. You know, does Dave Chappelle rush on stage to try to put hands on him. Oh, you know what? They're not charging that guy. They say that the, the DA, man, the California DA, that sounds like a setup. They're not charging because him for assault with a deadly weapon. And then, and then Chris Rock happened to be at that show, too. Remember? Really? Yeah, Chris Rock jumped on stage and said, is Will Smith here? Chris Rock was there. That was just At the same show? Too. The exact same show, right? When after that happened, Chris Rock jumps on stage and said, is Will Smith here? Jamie uh... Foxx supposedly put... Jamie Foxx supposedly put hands on dude. Buster Rhymes supposedly put hands on dude. Hands and feet. Nah. But there's no security in this big ass auditorium. Nah, that was a, some WWE. Elon Musk was there. Elon you know Musk was there. Was? Do you know what that really was? That was to get people to stop talking about Dave Chappelle's uh, comments towards gay people. That's what that was. Let's come up with a controversy so they'll stop talking about uh, Dave and uh, whatever. Did he say something about transsexual people? But he was still like clowning them. He didn't. He didn't back down. He doubled down. 
when? After he got hit by the by the by the uh Yeah, after the they put hands and feet on the dude. After they put hands and feet on the dude, he said, Hey, this guy's a trans guy. Oh well, I don't know. I know this much that uh that's a bunch of bullshit because the guy wanted to he had a knife, he wanted to stab him, he could have. I don't believe none of that type of bullshit. But uh you said if if you had Joe Rogan on your show, now they wouldn't get rid of you. Yeah, Donald Trump on your show, they probably wouldn't get it wouldn't get rid of you either. Actually, if I asked Rogan, if, if, you, I asked, if I asked Rogan, if I asked if I asked if I asked Donald, I said, Hey, I, I suspected you guys have been having some race soldier tactics in your ranks. What do you have to say about that? Would, would I, I be would canceled? Ask that. I wouldn't ask they would just wouldn't talk, they wouldn't talk to you. I would ask them that at the end of the interview. You know what I mean? So I can't, if I, I couldn't come out. Interview Joe Rogan or Donald Trump. I'd open a YouTube page. I'd do the interview, can it, put it in can, can it, and then I would promote it for a week. I'm going to interview Donald Trump or whatever controversial questions I had for him. I ask him at the end. So I did a full interview. You know? Do you think? Do you think that? Um. If I came out swinging, would they avoid the question or they just go straight If you came race out over? swinging, they they just hang up the phone. What are you talking about? What about, <laughs> what about Fred Fry? Would Fred Fry when answer my question? He, Fred Fry would do the same. Here's the thing with all of them. Before you interview them, they would have something called a pre-interview. So they would know all the questions they're being asked. There wouldn't be any – they would be all – softballs it wouldn't be any fastballs so if you ask him a question that's deviated from y'all script he would just say his pr person would step in and say all oh, this interview's over oh no i don't want to do why, that that's why you never see people interview people and you really see someone get attacked out the blue like that because most of the questions are are you know what i mean they're they're pretty pre-ordained so they if you interview Donald Trump, he would tell you. If you interview Joe Rogan right now, he would tell you you can't bring up the me using the N word if I'm going to agree to his interview. No, I'm not. I'm not interviewing you, then, man. Nah, he okay. said he don't want. He don't want to talk about it. He, Joe Rogan just hopes it goes away. Yeah, and then you, you know, also understand that his fan base don't care. Like you asked me about Ti and snitching and the, the the TV show he was on. He's trying to switch his fan base. You know what I'm saying? The people in the hood, he don't want them fans no more. He wants a different fan. So guess what? They don't care about crime stoppers. You know, same thing with that scenario. This is once you switch up your fan base, your 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 thought process switches. You know, Donald Joe Rogan, his fans don't care that he fucking using. I bet you he ain't losing one damn fan. What do you think about this here? What do you think about this before we go to the next subject? This is something that I've been pushing for a while. No college degree, no problems. More companies are eliminating requirements to attract the workers they need. Companies, especially those in tech, have been trying to upskill, reskill, and uh, do quicker background checks to get enough of the talent they need amid labor challenges requiring no college degrees. It says the tech industry has been plagued by chronic talent shortages for years. Some estimates show that there are more than 450,000 open security, cybersecurity jobs alone. That has been further exacerbated uh, as the gap between available positions and those seeking new jobs have grown even wider. 
there were 11.27 million jobs opening in February compared to the 6.27 million counted as unemployed, leaving a record 5 million openings, uh, five more opening than uh, 5 million more opening than available workers, according to the job openings and labor turnover survey. Solutions for erasing this supply-demand imbalance have included upskilling and reskilling existing employees, doing quicker background checks, especially uh, onerous for public sector jobs, and recruiting workers from other industries. A growing number of companies, including many in tech, and dropping the requirement for a bachelor's degree for many middle-skill and even higher-skill roles, according to a recent study from Harvard Business Review and MZ Burning Glass, a leader a leading labor market data company. More than 51 million jobs posted between 2017 and 2020 were analyzed for the study. So it says, in fact, 50% of IBM's U.S. job openings do not require a four-year degree, according to Nico Lemieux, the company's chief human services officer. Skills and experience count. If a four-year degree is less likely to be the first hurdle for people to get in the door, what are companies looking for? It turns out many are leaning more heavily on demonstrated skills and competencies. But do they have to be vaccinated? That's a good question somebody asked. A lot of positions are remote. And old, old Faulty Fawcy, he's predicted that there's going to be a lot more COVID cases coming in the fall. Now, how the hell do they know that already? So that means that a lot of people are going to be working remote. Now, I'm going to keep going and then we'll get into the conversation here. Accenture launched an apprenticeship program in 2016 and has since hired 1,200 people, 80% of whom joined the company without a four-year degree. Earlier this year, it expanded the program with the goal of filing or filling 20% of its U.S. entry-level roles, everything from application development and cybersecurity to cloud and platform engineering from apprenticeships. Now, remember, I have been doing this in Minneapolis for years. The DP Leverage Program. I started that shit in 2017 to give black folks um, the skills they need and getting them the Microsoft Certification Program. Now listen to this. and now This is going to tie along. There's two other articles I want to read. Now I don't do virtual reality. Um, several immigrant businesses forced to relocate in Brooklyn Park. I believe these look like West Africans here. Now, it says open signs are illuminated and business owners are hard at work at the Brooklyn Center Executive Center on Brooklyn Boulevard. Uh, I'm going to go down here because I want to get to the gentrification. Uh, it says property records show the building was sold in August. Now, Salim and Njoku say they are being forced to relocate by the end of May. It was just like a slap in our face. Just bringing this letter to us and saying to us that, oh, you guys got two months to move. It's so devastating. Joku and Salim said they paid their rent throughout the pandemic. Kelvin Johnson, who runs a media company there, told us he continued rent payments throughout the last two years despite the challenges. According to the tenants, they were informed of the changes to their rental agreements in mid-March. Everybody was shocked and wondered what happened. He opened Rock Sand Media at the Brooklyn Boulevard location six years ago. Other entrepreneurs have been there for decades. According to Johnson, about 15 businesses will have to relocate. Quote, it's pretty devastating when you are a small business, a minority-owned small business. It takes time to build your clientele, he said. How are they going to find you? It's just like starting all over, building clientele, getting your old customers um, to follow you where you go. 
the Brooklyn Park Economic Development and Housing Director, Brianne Rostein, well, okay, her name, I'm just saying, told us that the city is working to help them relocate. I think it's an unfortunate situation. She said the Brooklyn Park Development Corporation um, met to recently approve an emergency small business loan to provide each of these businesses with up to five grand. So when I start talking about tangibles, now they're not foundational blacks, but the point is you see black folks, when it comes to businesses and shit, this is gentrification, bro. This is fucking gentrification. You could have Ukraine, you could have Afghans, you could have illegals come through getting all type, types of tangible benefits um, folks that don't aren't even citizens at all, that don't even have the ability to vote, are getting tangible benefits. And here you got West Africans out here that got to move out to Brooklyn Park and restructure their business. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, were they paying rent? You said they were paying rent the whole time? The whole time. And they got receipts of it? Man, they got receipts, man. Come on, man. So why are they, why are they moving? Man, shit, gentrifying. They probably raised the rent so so crazy, and they say, hey, y'all niggas got to move. Well, do they have a lease? I think they got a lease. I'm going to have to investigate a little bit more. But they said they so were paying the rent. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they have a lease, and the lease was broken, and the arrangement was broken, and they get something out of that. And then look, it says, we were able to quickly pivot, said Rostein, to quickly provide access to money to secure a lease or moving expenses, or for extra marketing expenses that these businesses might have. She said that they're also working to connect business owners with other property managers who can help them find a space to operate in the future. I think I'm going to investigate on this. I think I'm yeah, going to make some phone calls. Yeah, there's some stuff they might be leaving out. Because, some, I mean, you, got, you sign a six-month agreement, 12-month agreement to lease this business front, and then they tell you to bounce four or five months out of it. Yeah, they're evicting you without just cause. You know, uh, you have grounds to stand on that, especially if you have a business. Then you can get into lost wages. And you know what I mean? So that there's more. I'm sure there's more to it than that. You know, but the one you're talking about, about the tech world and all that, they have a hard time hiring people. So... Excuse me, excuse me. So they have a hard time hiring people. They just lower the requirements. The requirements basically, you know what you're doing? When you show up, all right, come on. You know, they just get to the point where they, they can't hire people. You got with YouTube and, you know, different forms of hustling and this and that and people getting smarter about hustling and there being so many more drug users. People don't Allergy. understand the more drug... The more drug users you see, the more drug dealers there's going to be. The more drug dealers is going to be, the less there's going to be people working. You know, so you see a lot. I mean, if you if you talk to five people, probably two of them have jobs. Really, realistically, we walk around South Minneapolis. Every two to every five, four out forty percent of the people have jobs. Go to work every day. Rest of them got this, trying to do this, trying to come up with this hustle, this scam, this and that, that and this. So these big companies, hey, man, they just lower their standards. They got to have no four-year degree no more. Do you know what you're doing? Will you show up to work? Come on. 
You know, what do you think about this? Boeing exits Chicago City. Chicago is city wrestles with crime and exodus. Um, Boeing Company's decision to leave Chicago is the latest blow to a U.S. city that has already seen its once mighty economy battered by COVID-19 and crime. The plane maker said Thursday that it will shift its headquarters to Arlington, Virginia, from Chicago, a move that put Boeing near federal government decision makers in Washington. Chicago, the nation's third most popular city, has seen a rise in crime that prompted its richest resident, Citadel founder Ken Griffin, to say he's likely to move his $38 billion hedge fund elsewhere. Chicago is a magnificent citadel. That's how you said a citadel founder. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chicago's founder, magnif- or Chicago's magnificent mile and State Street shopping districts, along with many restaurants in the downtown loop, have yet to recover from the pandemic. Even the National Football League's bar franchise is considering an exit, exit, exit to the suburbs. The Remember when I told you? You talking about the? You said the Bears are thinking about moving to the suburbs. Yeah, the NFL Bears. They said the well, franchise Ken, Ken, is going to the suburbs. Ken Griffin, Ken Griffin is about to move to prison. That's where that fucking crook is going. That's the reason why AMC, the stock, is being so heavily manipulated by a hedge fund that he owns that we're getting ready to take down here shortly. But uh, the Bears moving up. I mean, hey, man, the gangs, the, 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 the state of Illinois neglected the inner cities in Chicago for so long to the point where it's gotten like it is now. You know, it, it's and this, the Minnesota is about to have the same problem when it comes to, to drugs. You neglect something to the point where you can't clean it up no more. The gang situation in Chicago is 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 riddled with ignorance and, and force. And that shit's scary. West side of Chicago, this this is South Side. This shit is not good. It's terrible out there. So hey man, shit. I don't if 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 the Bears are trying to move from they, the Bears are the oldest NFL team. The first NFL team is the Chicago Bears. If they're gonna move away from the city of Chicago, because Soldier Field is right in the heart of the city. If they're downtown, if they're going to move to the suburbs, that's a bad sign. That's saying that what that's saying is the people that's investing in the money in a new stadium are saying we don't want to build that in downtown Chicago anymore. This shit's gotten out of control. And then United Airlines holding said in December. Back in December, they said they're going to move 1,300 workers from its Willis Tower headquarters to Arlington Heights, which is a suburb 30 miles away that is also being considered by the Chicago Bears. Arlington yes. is Arlington is wealthier. The 2020 per capita income is 100 bands or 169.4% of the national average compared with Cook County, Chicago, uh, compared with Chicago's Cook County is 69,000 since 2000. Compound annual growth for the Chicago metropolitan area was 2.9%, compared with 4.1% of Washington, D.C. Then they said a recurring complaint about Chicago was crime, which is 35% up so far this year compared to the period in 2021. Though murders and shooting incidents are down, all the other categories of the crime are up, including a 67% jump in theft. So wait a minute, hold on. They're saying murders and shootings is down. But theft is up. So when they say theft, are they talking about carjacking? All of it. Taking something that don't belong to you. 
Murder and shootings are down. In Chicago? You're yep. saying or they're down they're down in Chicago? Well, I mean down from what? From what? A lot. Thirty five percent. They're down thirty five percent. They said the, they said the complaint is up thirty five percent compared to last year, but the murders and the shootings are down, but the theft is up. Yeah, there's probably more there's more uh you know, people being robbed on the street because you know, I don't know what their situation is like with the police out there. Are they defunded or I don't know what what's their deal out there. Chicago, I, I, I hate to uh to knock Chicago or any of your listeners from Chicago, but I just try to forget that place. You know, I try to just not know about it. I'm just so disappointed. And what could be what what potential, you know, that's the Midwest's black black state, you know. Yeah. The potential that yeah. the potential that could have been had there. And then I've had so many bad experiences with uh you know, uh there's an old analogy that people your listeners from Las Vegas will tell you will know about and it equates to people in Illinois. If if you're in Las Vegas and you meet somebody from Las Vegas on the strip, don't fuck with them. If I if somebody tells me they're from Illinois or I'm from Chicago, my first instinct is to leave them alone. And that's just because of so many bad experiences. I've had a couple of good experiences, like a guy we went to school with, Earl. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Lonnie. Lonnie. I think is LeVon from out there, too? No, nah, he's from here. Oh, he's from here, but I mean, I met some good people from there, but man, I met some real, real, real foolish, ignorant people that you don't even want around you. Their their culture is different. They'll set you up and, you know, uh, you know, it's disappointing. You know what I mean? It's disappointing, but uh, the gang situation out there is, 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 is nothing to play with, man, and uh, it's riddled with ignorance. At least in, in California, there's a little sense to it. Not to say that they're not foolish too, but there's a little more guidance to it as compared to sh- that Chicago game. Well, scene. they probably got just... you. You know why? Because in Chicago, they locked up all their OGs. They locked up Hoover and Ford, and I think yeah. Angelo, for, An- Angelo, and all. You know, like all the they don't really have. It's pretty much like a. Every man's for themselves, you know. Out there, they still got their OGs. Like we could pick, we could pull up a Kev Mac video, and we could see, um, you could see Melvin Farmer, you could see Big U, you could see Joe Rockhead, um, uh, you could see uh, rest in peace, uh, 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 uh T Rogers, rest in peace, um, 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 Monster Cody. I mean, a lot of their OGs from their neighborhoods. A lot of them dudes that did a lot of time, like 20, 30 years, but they they're older and they still kind of be in some of them parks so they could because who they were the younger dudes the young hitters and stuff they still kind of respect them you know what i'm saying so they they right. still got a little bit of you know they could kind of holler at them a little bit and that's one of the well, reasons you know, when i was telling the early, early uh caller i said that's probably why they want to nip out the way because he was bringing structure to South Central. He was like, man, I want to rebuild Compton. You know, let's get Inglewood straightened out so we can have some black businesses. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. They're like, oh, no, no. Everybody's, he gotta go. going, with this, everybody's going with a conspiracy 
on Nipsey Hussle. I'll be honest with you. I just think he punked dude in front of his bitch. And dude already has some kind of mental anxiety type shit. And it gets hard if a motherfucker gets punked in front of their bitch. That's not easy. You know what I mean? But what about the gentrification? He could have did that before. uh, Did you know that uh, they could have done other things to get him to get rid of that property? They could have said, you got gang members over here. Shit, They could have done something else. But they didn't have to kill the man. But uh, did you hear that uh, what Wack just came out with? Now Big U's an informant. You know, I've I heard him say something like that. That that's and a very interesting is, is accusation. This. Big U, Big U gets three hundred thousand dollars a year from the state of California to be to work in anti gangs and oh, to yeah, be yeah. a and to be a consultant in situations where you know if they're stuck on because he knows all the gang stuff. So yeah. if they're stuck on something, they don't under, you know they don't understand certain politics. They'll come to him, you know. And the thing the, is, is the government he could say, "I'm just yeah, the L- California." He gets three hundred thousand dollars a year to work as an anti-gang activist and to be a consultant for them in situations. So, say they have something that they can't figure out, and no one's talking, and he, they don't know certain politics. He knows it. Well, he could get the yeah, information. Yeah, and he can get the information. And this came out from, now, his niece that was having it out with WAC 100. She's not too crazy about Big U either. She, matter of fact, said Big U's the one who killed Nip. Really? So, yeah, that's where I, I she gained a lot of credibility with me. Because she's like, I don't like Big U either. Fuck that nigga. That nigga gets $300,000 a year, and he ain't even gave me gas money. Working as a gang activist, and he does this and that, and that and that. So Wack jumped on that. Well, and Wack got the paperwork. Should, should she? Yeah, well, that might be true, but is he? I mean, she's grown. Is she supposed? Is he supposed to give her any money? Yeah, I mean, you don't know what dealings they got. You know, behind the scenes, she might have been. You know, she. You just never know. She might have done work for him in the past. Who knows? But, Here's another big and, problem. What? Here's another big problem. I'll let you segue into that, and then we'll get into the mountain lions and Wolverines before they cut us off. Mo Lightfoot. This is this is a Chicago mayor bragging about how big her penis is and everything. Says yeah. Chicago was a world class city, and in the last year, 173 corporations relocated or expanded here, and 67 corporations have made that same decision since the start of 2022. We have a robust pipeline. Well, she's saying 173 corporations came here. But 35% shootings? Did you say the murder rate went down 35%? The the murder rate, they saying the murder rate and the, the assaults or something like that went down, but theft went, went up down. 67%. Hold on. hold on, hold on. Fuck theft. Murder in Chicago went down 35% DP. Then you need to give her and her fake ass dick another four years. If that's the case. <laughs> If that's the case, if the murder, if the murder weight went down 35% under her watch, you need to bless her. I don't give a fuck. She doing something right, homie. But she can't Mo- control them corporations. They probably getting the tax break to move out there in the suburbs. Mo you know Lightfoot I mean? says uh, uh they're gonna build a $1.7 billion casino and a hotel that'll generate 3,000 permanent jobs and hundreds of million dollars in tax revenue. What do you think yeah. about that? 
Casinos guaranteed money. Most people ain't one billion. They're, they're not. They're not professional. They'll make that one billion back if they break it down into like 10, 15 years. They'll make that back. You gotta understand, casino uh, DP. A casino is making. If it's a popping casino like that, they're making ten million dollars a day. Damn. If it's popping, man, you walk into a casino and see a thousand people. 900 of them are walking out losers. I'm a professional gambler. I do this for as a profession. You know what I mean? So I know I see this. What are the you know what, what, what are the, what are a lot of the what are the, a lot of the ladies be doing in there? Like when you get let's say you get a random they trying to win money. They trying to win well, money. So what, if you got There's two kinds of women in a casino. There's kinds of just trying to win money like everybody else. And then there's 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 girls that you call carpet. They're they're prostitutes, but they're called there's street prostitutes. That's called on the concrete. And a prostitute in a casino is called on the carpet. So she's she's looking for a guy that's making money and buy some pussy. And then you got certain bitches that as soon as they go broke, yeah, now they're trying to sell some pussy. You know, there's bitches that are gambling addicts too. She might have lost all her money. Now she's pull a couple tricks. She's back on. I've how long do people, that. before we go to the next subject real quick, how long do people typically stay in a casino? Uh, I would say, I mean, four to five hours at least, at a minimum. And then they just go home. Well, you got to think. It's a lot of up and down that's involved in that, you know, and especially if you're not, most gamblers just walk in there blindly. They don't have a they don't have a, a certain amount of money that they're gonna stop at, so they're just you know going back and forth. Most people take their whole paychecks there, man. Shit, really? all people to take their whole go- they all people to take their whole government checks there. Shit, and then if you're a big loser, they send you free rooms, free buffets, and shit in the mail. To get you to antagonize you to come back if you're trying to leave it alone. Like me, I'm a professional. I haven't lost money at a casino since probably 2016. <clears throat> so I went in there. I never, get, I, went in, I never get sent anything. They never send me a free room, a free buffet, nothing. They rather I didn't even come. I went in there one time. I think I last time I went to a casino, I was 18. Well, no, I went to Vegas. I brought my wife to Vegas a couple years ago. But before that, I went when I was 18, and I had 100 bucks. But I said, that's all I'm spending. And I lost every dime. I said, I ain't going back. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. The smartest the smartest people are the ones that know to leave it alone. Like, if you see in Las Vegas, the, 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 the two people that prosper in Las Vegas – are the professional gamblers that have a very good handle on it and the people that have absolutely nothing to do with that lifestyle because everything else is so fucking cheap. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're not the, the, the state is especially the city of, of Las of Nevada, Las Vegas caters to people that are doing bad. Really? You know? Yeah. It's a cheap ass state. So if you're doing good, and then you're steadily doing good. You're, you're, that state is easy work for you. It don't cost a lot. Cost what about IT? Now that they gotta, all that. You kill it out there. You have no problem finding work, nothing, because people ain't doing shit like that. Any kind of legitimacy 
you it would be a cakewalk. Houses are cheap. I mean, like I said, though, now they got legalized weed, and now they brought an NFL team there, so shit goes up a little bit. But even, it, it's no more... Now, it's, it's about the same as living in Minnesota. But just think you're living in a warm state every year with great opportunities. You just got to know to avoid that bullshit. So if you got kids, you know, different things like that, you're going to have to stay on them a little more. So if I was out in Vegas, so if I was out in Vegas, North Vegas, and I was doing IT and keeping a low profile, I'm good. Oh, no. North Vegas is very fucking hood, bro. They don't talk about, they don't publicize that shit, you know, in Las Vegas. They publicize the glitz and glamour and all that. Man, North, North, put it to you like this. North Las Vegas makes North Minneapolis look like a cake cupcake. I moved from North Las Vegas, and the first place I lived when I came back to Minnesota was on Camden, over there, over north. Yeah. That shit was a cakewalk, brother, compared to being in North Las Vegas. Are you fucking kidding me? When's the last time Man. you've been out to East St. Louis and Flint? Flint, uh, about two or three months ago, but the guy I'm renting out the house to, his son got raided and the police called me and were like, we advise you not to uh, renew his lease. I said, that ain't got nothing to do with y'all. Right. You want to you convict him, do whatever y'all got to do, right? You don't worry about who I'm renting to. He's I'm just giving you a suggestion. Okay, thank you, sir. Uh, hello. Uh, I haven't been to East St. Louis. I haven't been there in about a year. I got a, a house in East St. Louis that's not even rented out. It's just a finished house. You never know. But I, t- I go out there. I'm going to go out there this summer. I'm taking care of my grandma. She's 89 years old with Alzheimer's, you know, so she can bounce at any time. So and she lives downstairs for me, so I got to monitor her. You know, for she's leaving in July. So until then, I'm kind of standstill. But when I go to uh, East St. Louis to check out that house and see what's going on and try to rent it, I bet you there'll be some squatters in there. So what do you just tell them, right. hey, man, move around? I'll come with a pistol. What you mean? You ain't going to tell them shit. I'm going to fucking shoot you if you don't get out my shit. Because you can't go to the police. They're not going to get involved in that. I had a squatter incident once in Flint, Michigan. They didn't want to get involved in that. The only reason they got involved in it is because one of the people that was an underage kid that they were looking for. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, so then they got involved and got, took everybody out. But at first, they were telling me, man, we ain't got nothing to do with that. You got to go through a whole process. Now, if you grab a pistol and tell them to get the fuck out, no, you don't. What did you think you about the mountain lion... What did you think about the mountain lion audio and the Wolverine audio that I played earlier? Well, I said, I've seen some clips you sent me for the last few days about those mountain lions and things. I mean, they seem like very fierce animals, you know. Uh, I respect the fact that, you know, they they want a fair one, you know. But in the same token, I just don't like animals. I hope I don't sound insensitive to say that. I've always hated animals. I've never really wanted them around. Or I, I just kind of act like they don't exist, to be honest with you. But um, I do respect the, uh, that they want a fair one. You know, that's cool. I, they don't, they I was disappointed in Animal Patrol. 
I was there very disappointed animal control in Ramsey County. They said it ain't our business. Call the police. Okay. I'm going to shoot him in his head. I don't give a fuck. If he, if what I seen, what that white dude with the camera and then it was, it was, it backed him off. Remember that? Yeah. I'm shooting that motherfucker square right between his eyes. I don't give a fuck what the rules, what the law says. I'm going to tell a judge, listen, this mountain lion was getting, I don't know what he was getting ready to do. He was following me and I just shot him. I ain't got time to figure it out. Did fuck you hear that, that footage? Did you hear the footage where that guy said, the guy that, that was the animal tamer that said that that same mountain lion that I had sent you, he said that it had him seeing stars a couple times? That the, you, what, are we talking about the, the same one that was back 